0: chapter forty of the sword of damocles by anna catherine green this librivox recording is in the public domain half past seven i would it were midnight Hal, and all well henry the fourth the library was dim bertram who had felt the oppressive influence of the great empty room had turned down the lights and was now engaged in pacing the floor with restless and uneven steps asking himself a hundred questions and wishing with all the power of his soul that mr sylvester would return and by his appearance cut short a suspense that was fast becoming unendurable he had just returned from his third visit to the front door when the curtain between him and the hall was gently raised and paula glided in and stood before him She was dressed for the street, and her face, where the light touched it, shone like marble, upon which has fallen the glare of a lifted torch. "'Paula!' burst from the young man's lips in surprise. "'Hush!' said she, her voice quavering with an emotion that put to defiance all conventionalities. "'I want you to take me to the place where Mr. Sylvester is gone. He is in danger. I know it. I feel it. I dare not leave him any longer alone. I might be able to save him if... if he meditates anything that..." She did not try to say what, but drew nearer to Bertram, and repeated her request. "'You will take me, won't you?' He eyed her with amazement, and a shudder seized his own strong frame. "'No,' cried he, "'I cannot take you. You do not know what you ask. "'But I will go myself, if you apprehend anything serious. "'I remember where it is. "'I studied the address too closely to readily forget it.' "'You shall not go without me,' returned Paula with steady decision. "'If the danger is what I fear, no one else can save him. "'I must go,' she added with passionate importunity, "'as she saw him still looking doubtful.' darkness and peril are nothing to me in comparison with his safety he holds my life in his hand she softly whispered and what will not one do for his life then quickly if you go without me i shall follow with aunt belinda nothing shall keep me in the house to-night he felt the uselessness of further objection yet he ventured to say the place where he has gone is one of the worst in the city a spot which men hesitate to enter after dark you don't know what you ask in begging me to take you there i do i realize everything with a sudden awe of the great love which he thus beheld embodied before him bertram bowed his head and moved towards the door I may consider it wise to obtain the guidance of a policeman through the quarter into which we are about to venture. Will you object to that?" No, was her quick reply. I object to nothing but delay. And with a last look about the room, as if some sensation of farewell were stirring in her breast, she laid her hand on Bertram's arm, and together they hurried away into the night. End of chapter 40